6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. But off the top, I want to talk with you about what's happening in Ottawa. The encampment of protesters, well, they've been there for almost three weeks now. We got the border crossing in Emerson, Manitoba. It's now wide open, traffic fully flowing, which means Ottawa is the last remaining blockade in the country. Question is, for how long? Today, demonstrators have been told by police that they must leave or they will be arrested. Federal Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino says the orders from police in Ottawa come on the heels of 13 people being arrested and charged in Coots, Alberta. Some of those people charged with conspiracy to commit murder. We need to be clear-eyed about the seriousness of these incidents. Indeed, several of the individuals at Coots have strong ties to a far-right extreme organization with leaders who are in Ottawa. We're talking about a group that is organized, agile, knowledgeable, and driven by an extremist ideology where might makes right. And this is completely contrary to our democratic values. That is Federal Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino from earlier today. Amanda Connolly joining us right now on the show with the latest on what is happening in Ottawa. Amanda is a national political reporter, of course, with Global News. Amanda, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, Off the top, Amanda, if you don't mind, um, how, how have police been telling protesters that they have to go and how have the demonstrators been reacting? Well, of course, for a number of days now, we've been seeing escalating language from police and federal officials really urging demonstrators to leave the city. But today we did see something different. We saw police handing out notices to demonstrators in the downtown core, advising them to leave the area now, telling them that the Emergencies Act is now in effect. And as a result, they are facing a number of potential consequences if they do not leave the city. Uh, Certainly, again, this is coming as the, the demonstration, the blockade remains in place. This is day 20 of this continued situation in the nation's capital and really uh, hearing a lot of frustration, a lot of anger towards police at the Ottawa City Council meeting that's happening right now as well. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So so the Emergencies Act, Amanda, is that is that the big change element here? I guess what I'm asking is, um, did invoking the Emergencies Act give police powers that they did not have before? It does. So the Emergencies Act is a complex piece of legislation. It's never actually been invoked before. This is the first time. And so there's a number of different provisions that kicked in when the government did this on Monday. The question here really has been, are police going to use them? So among the measures that uh, were were kind of enabled by the Emergencies Act here is a number of different provisions around um, banking, around the ability to freeze financial accounts uh, of people who are participating in the convoy, the companies of people who are participating in the convoy as well. Um, and again, we're seeing kind of increased um, increased actions around declaring certain areas off limits. So police saying that, uh, the government saying that you now can no longer bring children in here. We've seen this over the course of the last three weeks. There is a a a large enough number of children on the ground for police to be repeatedly raising public concerns about their presence there. The government now saying through the Emergencies Act, they are banning the bringing of children to these blockades, urging anyone who has kids on the ground to get them out. And of course, the Children's Aid Society of Ottawa today saying that they are, again, um, asking parents who may have kids on the ground to make, uh, to get them out, parents who may have kids at home to make provisions for their care in case they are 
uh, arrested or kind of caught up in any potential police action here. Uh, and really, again, a lot of warnings coming out focusing on the concern for the potential concern for children. Okay, yeah. And so have there been any signs? Um, you, you mentioned the City Council meeting in Ottawa right now, Amanda, where lots of voices are, are kind of raising concerns. Are there any signs that uh, protesters do plan to leave? This, I think, is, is going to depend on, on who you're talking to here. I, I will say we have seen a couple of accounts of larger trucks that have been moving from their parked locations, particularly around Wellington Street. Um, at the same time, though, there remains a significant number of vehicles still parked throughout the downtown core. Um, I, I live in the downtown core. I, I can tell you, you know, firsthand that I've seen um, for, for the length of entire, for blocks, for substantial distances that remain blocked by trucks here in the core. And so police really are saying, uh, of course, the, the police chief resigned yesterday. There is an interim chief in place and the new, the interim chief saying that police have a plan to, to act on enforcement here in the coming hours and days. What that looks like, though, and what that actually, how that fits into the potential end for the demonstration here, we don't really know. Police really not providing a lot of clear information at the moment, but certainly being pressed very hard by city councillors at that meeting. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, Marco Mendicino, I, I just played a comment from him uh, a few minutes ago off the top here, Amanda, uh, re referencing the small group of people who were connected to the Coots border uh, protest and blockade here in Alberta, the group being arrested, uh, charged, also police seizing a cache of weapons. Um, has there been anything like that connected with the Ottawa protest? We have not seen any arrests for uh or that we're aware of with the the kind of presence of firearms here in Ottawa. This has been really an ongoing question that we don't yet have uh, specific answers to. What we know is that, as you mentioned there, Marco Mendicino, the public safety minister, raised concerns today about what he was saying, uh, describing as uh, strong ties to a far-right extreme organization with leaders who are in Ottawa. Those are his, his words, um, saying that they are organized, they are agile, knowledgeable, and driven by what he called an extremist ideology. So all of this fitting in for context as well, when the government declared the, uh, triggered the Emergencies Act, one of the reasons they gave for doing so is what they called the threat of serious violence, saying that that threat stemmed from individuals who might refuse to leave the blockade and who they believed were going to be motivated to act with that serious violence by political or ideological goals. And so that, of course, raised a lot of eyebrows because if you look at the definition of terrorism under the criminal code, that is the wording in that actual definition there. So while, again, that word has not been used here, certainly the mirroring of the language in that declaration of the emergency emergency raised a lot of questions. I bet. I bet indeed. I guess we're going to have to wait and see, Amanda, what transpires in the next hours and days regarding the protest. Uh, thank you for this. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, have a great day. That's that's uh, Amanda Connolly. She's a national news uh, online national news reporter, political reporter with Global News. Um, as, as you just heard her, she lives in the core as well in Ottawa, so she can uh, attest firsthand as to what's going on. She probably walks by it every day when she's heading to the office. I, I want to get your take on this, by the way. What do you think of the protests now that a small criminal element may have been embedded among peaceful demonstrators?
Uh, I mean, specifically here, I'm talking about coots, right? But like, has this changed your sympathy, your, your your sympathies toward the demonstrations, or are you glad to see that these protests are coming to an end? Everything's gone now, except for what's happening in Ottawa, and that is likely going to be ending relatively soon. Call in now and let me know what you think. Four zero three nine seven four eight two five five seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What do you think about this? Where is your sympathy level toward the demonstrations? Are you glad to see the protests coming to an end? For me, my sympathy for the people demonstrating against issues that they care about deeply, clearly, uh, it fell after time. As soon as protesters continued their blockade of the Coots border crossing, uh, I'm all for making noise. Regular listeners of my show know that I'm all for people being seen and heard and getting their issues, you know, to the front and center of the news cycle and in the minds of the general public. But prolonged shutdowns, illegal actions to shut down key economic routes in this country, that's where it, it crossed the line for me personally. The prolonged impact on regular people's jobs was when my sympathy dropped. But